In this episode of the Better Health Podcast, Dumi Murake and Nombulelum Kavateli share their transformative fitness journeys, providing inspiration and motivation on self-empowerment and body positivity. Warning, this episode contains elements of mature themes. So welcome to the Better Health Podcast hosted by Discount. <laughs> and we're going to be sharing our transformative fitness journey. Yeah. So should we start with introducing ourselves? Yes, please. Um, so hi to me. Um, my name is Nombulelum Kabateli. I am a fitness content creator and I'm a brand ambassador, um, Bona Magazine, I'm columnist, um, contributor. Um, full-time, I guess I'm a nine to five. I am a senior talent acquisition for a digital bank. Yeah, that's me. When do you sleep? Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like wait what? And there's a nine to five. So when do you sleep? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, hi, Nams. Um, like look at me renaming you same time. I'm Timmy Morake. I am a jack of all trades, master of some. So I'm a mommy. And I am a stand-up comedian. Mm. I am an actress. Mm. I'm a writer. When do you sleep? Well for Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> Screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my entire being, really. Yeah. Uh, TV host. So anything that has to do with comedy and people. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen you in a lot of podcasts, but right. just for the sake of um, today's podcast, maybe the first question would be, um, where did body shaming for you start? Bruh. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what? I, I just feel like what black child can't say when they were yeah. a child. I was about to say, like, it starts at home. It starts at home. You grow up, like, not loving those parts of yourself. Mm. And even when you try, like, learning how to love those parts of yourself, it's the people you're dating. Yeah. Um, it's your close friends, how they'll highlight. Oh, nombulelo has on him on double. Um like it just it goes on and on and it doesn't help with like social media how people are so comfortable with like comments um as much as you like delete um edit them out yeah. i think they just they stay there mm. and as confident as you may seem i think when it comes to your physical appearance unfortunately it does take a knock on your um i guess how you see yourself um your self love journey yeah, yeah. So where did it start? Sheesh, uh, my earliest memory of it, honestly, is when I was a kid. Mm. And, you know, remember that Gisha soap? Yeah. They used to call me Gisha. Like when my cousins were teasing, they called me Gisha soap. <laughs> Someone would call me Mafuta, you know. Mm. So you, you kind of get used to that. And then, well, you do get a, a thick skin, I suppose. Yeah. But what I hate about it is... For some reason, your family gets to target that very thing yeah. that you're insecure about. Yeah. But it's funny because then growing up, I was cool. I actually had no issue with my body. I was like, yes, I'm chubby, I'm cute. Yeah, right? exactly. Where it, it, it shocked me was um, years later when I'm an adult mm. and I've been working in stand-up comedy where, you know, stand-up comedy, comedy doesn't yeah. care what you look like. Mm. It's either you're funny or you're not. Exactly. And then I transitioned into TV. I was doing mm. a, a reality TV show. I was doing mm. OBW and... Yo, 
Yeah. That was my first yeah. real taste of body shaming. Mm. And then I get all these inboxes of people offering me all these weight loss things. Unprovoked. Mm. I never mm. sent out the message saying, please, please help, help me. me. <laughs> I can't carry my own load. I think I've got the wrong code. I'm carrying code 14 mm. here and my last sense only mm. says code 8. So people were like, and, and then that's when I realized, okay. Well, first I went, okay, maybe I need to fix something. Yeah. And I started doing things to myself. And then... I suppose I did start to realize how huge I was. Yeah. Because I'd had kids back to back. Mm. I mean, come on, guys. Three kids in five years. Of course, yeah. your body's going to be like, hold on. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but on this body shaming thing, mm. there's something I realized, right? You know, it's funny because um, I'm an emotional eater. Mm. And so much as I've never been thin... The way I was responding to feedback around me was that I would start eating my feelings. And so that weight became more and more. Because remember now, my career was skyrocketing, but I was Mm. having children, having to be a wife, buying a house and Mm. becoming more and more famous. And the more famous you become, the more everybody suddenly has a right to say whatever they want about you. And my moment, funny enough, of feeling like, okay, it's time to change. Because I've always been one of those also. So this is where it gets tricky. You're called all of these names for being yeah. chubby. But there are certain people when they see you go, hey, well, now you're happy. Look at how big you are. Yeah. So now I'm going, I need to represent <laughs> my happiness. No one knows I've been in therapy for years. Yeah. No one knows what I'm dealing with. I yeah. also have had to deal with issues of sexual molestation yes. as a child, mm. rape, uh, rape as a teenager. So mm. there are also things you're dealing with. Yeah. I'm eating them away. Yeah. And I never mentioned it in therapy. Just give image, but we must see that you're happy. And the thing that actually made me want to change my body, funny enough, because mm. even with the body shaving, I still, it still didn't motivate yeah. me enough yeah. to do something. Mm. What made me do something was getting sick. I got sick. I was at work. Mm. I'm on stilts this high and I get dizzy. Now, this is a production. So now we're rehearsing. It's a dress rehearsal. So I'm waiting in the dark. Nobody can see me and I'm so weak. They can't hear me trying to say, help. I'm not okay. Oh, ah, they caught me halfway to the floor. <laughs> and I went to the doctor and mm. they ran all sorts of tests. And um, so I went to two doctors. I went to my physician yeah. and I went to my uh, a holistic. Both of them said I was on the verge of a heart attack. Sure. They were like, you have to right now mm. change your life, you know. And that's mm. when I started gymming. That was my nice. first commitment to I'm going to work out. Yeah. And from there, looking at food, uh, still going for my acupuncture mm. and, you know, taking your your herbs and stuff and learning to see how food can heal. Yeah. You know, mm. but still I was not addressing my need to eat when I'm not okay. Yeah. I was about to say, because sometimes it's, it's like, it's a mental game, right? Right. Um, and I think what I love about our journey is it's like, it's more mental than anything. Mm. You know, those um, psychology kids that like get trained, they do yeah. practical at the school. Yeah. I had one session. And I think it wasn't the most greatest session because I feel like the thing about those sessions, you would know, they want you to like relive. Yeah. So you must like relive. Okay. And then what happened? Yeah. I was like, no, I'm correct. I must I re-traumatize like, no, myself. No, like I'm okay. here to study mm-hmm. and like finish, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I carried it throughout. As much as I went to, then I started gym, of course. And I'm like, okay, 
let's try out this gym thing. I'm not eating, obviously, because I'm now eating noodles because there's no one who's funding me to have food. But I'm like, let's let's give this training thing because yeah. I have a mission, thick bay. Yeah. Um, and I gave it a try to me as much as I was not eating. I was not sleeping enough, of course, because now I have this degree to like mm. run after. But I think that's my start of feeling sane. And I'm saying start because I think we both agree with good team. It's just like, I almost want to say it's like 30% of all the things that make you feel like, okay, now I'm healthy. Yeah. Like now I'm fine. Now I can speak and, and not like feel like, oh my God, like <laughs> my emotion, like and now I'm okay. Now yeah. I can assist the next person. Mm. So I think that was my start with the gym, um, signed up. Um, yeah. And then my journey started. I must say moving for me, was also a very good start because mm. moving increased my energy. Yeah. Because, you know, when I perform and, and when I'm in mm. front of a camera, there's a switch I put on. Bro. Yeah. And then I don't know where that energy was coming from, mm. but I was depleted. I would arrive flat. Yeah. Plug is on when mm. I'm in front of the cameras or on a stage. But as soon as I get off, back Damn. to zero. Yeah. You know? But of course, as my mental health began to deteriorate, that switch stayed up because I needed it longer. Yeah. Because now there'd be more people around me yeah. as things ended. Mm. So now I can't switch off Mm-mm. because the camera's off. There's no. still people around me who need to still have exactly. me up. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you get married. So you also now have to have energy yeah. for this person and, mm. and their issues. Mm. And then you have kids and yeah. they need mom. And mm. so like what you're saying of parking, mm. you park things, yeah. but at least now you're moving. So it's yeah. not as bad, mm. but there comes a point where your body is also being poisoned. So the mm. movement is now also becoming less and less effective. Yeah. Like one of the big things I learned, and this mm. has been part of my transformation, is my relationship with food in terms of what I'm craving yeah. and being conscious of, of going, I feel like a burger, yeah. right? But yeah. the way I'm going to get away with having this burger is mm. if I'm going to make sure whatever bun I have doesn't contain flour. Yeah. It's going to have to be a health bun. Yes. It's going to be a burger with all mm. my things. Mm. Because I, I learned from a friend who suffers from bipolar depression Mm. um, disorder I mean that uh, white bread actually was a trigger as well she was like these things there's certain things that you Mm. eat and the way your body reacts to them affects your mind and you don't think about that it's like people who drink Mm. right and they get that alcohol psychosis vibes and you're like if alcohol can do that to you if the things you consume like Mm. drugs can do that to you you consume food. Yeah. So food can do that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. If certain foods can be aphrodisiacs, mm. consider that certain foods can also mm. be the things that are going to kill you. Yeah. So I realized because I gained and lost and gained, I, I was just like, hey man, what's that instrument? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, swing, warm, swing, warm. And then... And then uh, I met this woman mm. and she did a thing where she was like, no, don't just go on a diet, go on a blood, get a blood test. Let's mm. see what's happening with your hormones. Let's see what's happening with your sugar. Mm. If your body's breaking down sugar, all of that. I had never thought of that. Mm. Mm. I did mm. that. And that's when I actually finally lost weight for good. Nice. You know, yes. and the weight fight I'm having now is because then the pandemic happened. <laughs> and the pandemic, pandemic, day. Mm. because you know how we run away from emotions. Yeah. Suddenly, I am in a marriage where we are home all the time together in each other's space. I'm like, whoa, 
which one is this one? What is who are you? Mm. you know, who are you? But also who I who am I? Who am I at home? But is the movement stopping because are you, are you blaming? Because oh, I no longer have access to a gym. Yeah, because you know oh. I, I'm a kettlebell girl. Mm. Kettlebells then stopped being gym. They became my, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, mm. I'm stressed. So when I'm not stressed, I'm not thinking, let's yeah. go use the kettlebell because mm. I'm going, yeah, I'm not stressed. Why must I kettlebell? Mm. But also, the fridge is there. Yeah. The kids are there. You're happy. And when they're eating, I'm eating. Yeah. And then there's this person who I must interact with all the time. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with you. Let me feed mm. you. Let's and it doesn't take something. away the stress that comes with being in that space. Right. Now you're like eating more. Right. But... I must say, I, I when I was skinny, mm. again, social media, going back yeah. to looking at my photos, I man, I don't look as happy as I looked when I was like full time, full time, <laughs> one thousand and one spigas, my baggish. Like, like <laughs> something's missing, you know. I'm sure you're happy in a different way, right? Yeah. No. No, I was happy in the way of oh, suddenly. People would want to dress me for things when okay. previously, you know, yeah. designers were just, yeah. you know, shunning me. And I was getting to wear those dresses that I mm. never did to wear. Mm. Like, I love those girls. You know, on the socials, yeah. those big girls who, those plus size girls yes. who wear, like, revealing, they can show their time. Yes. Can, you, I hero worship those girls because mm. when I was bigger, I just felt like this thing must remain under a curtain. It must not be yeah. seen by anyone. Mm. You, you know? almost like feel unworthy. Yeah. Even if like being in spaces like, why me? Bruh. Do you know that's how I know I'll never get that big again? Mm. I have learned to love how I look. Yeah. Right? Mm. Uh, in anything. Because yeah. when I wore those things, when I finally got to wear those dresses, yes, it was exciting. But as I've gotten bigger and I found myself still wearing the same things, I go, Kante. <laughs> What was this lens with which I believed mm. I had to be a size 32? Yeah. So I always say that if people want to like fall in love with themselves and like be on this long journey, it's a journey, right? Like a marathon. Yes. It's not like a, a short sprint. Mm. But it's like the small things, like one, making sure that your mental health is right. It's making sure that you're doing movement that feels like home to you. Because mm. like next month, I might come back and say, oh, I'm going to but like I just want to swim. But that feels, it makes me feel happy and it's some sort of movement, right? And it helps me feel like I'm showing love to myself. What do you feel fitness looks like? That's the question, I suppose. What would you say in a nutshell fitness looks, looks like? like? Because people keep saying that thing of, I want to get fit. Exactly. Not I want to live fit. Right. You know? Mm. So I always say, uh, so I'll make an example with running. I always say running, th there's no specific body for running. You can never, like, you can never look at me and say, I don't believe it runs. Mm. There's no body that is designed like, to, okay, this one looks like running. And this is the same with fitness. It has got nothing to do with how you look outside. I think it has got every single thing to do with how you feel when you're alone in a room inside. Yeah. We've made it feel like it's this... In a glamour pagat, you must be a brand ambassador. You must wear matching outfits. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that thing excluded a lot of people. It does. I mean, when I've been on Instagram and I've seen those girls, mm. you're sweating in gym, you're carrying heavy things. Yeah. And by the time I'm finished watching your reel, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to join it. Yeah. No, you're wearing makeup that mm. has not melted. And I've seen what I look like when I've been working out. I go, I cannot. I walk out looking like Shrek after a gym. When are you coming here <laughs> looking like freaking the, the little mermaid? Doesn't make sense. Mm. So it's a turn off. And I mean, uh, not to hate on, on the yeah, people who do that. Course, like, it's yeah. great to encourage other people to do it. Mm. But some of it, some people don't realize what they're doing. Exactly. Um, when they over glamorize yeah. what they, and also because they're lying. Some, exactly. not all. My problem is also the ones who go and have the surgery. I, not even the surgery, the shortcuts. Yeah. That people are going for the king uh, fat freezing, what, what, mm. contouring. Mm. I'm glad that now they start to show that they're doing these things. Yeah. So that, oh, to me, normally sitting at home isn't going. And what's wrong with me? Because I've been doing exactly the same mm. thing she's been posting and I'm not getting the same results. Yes. Whereas she's going to gym, mm. but she has the budget I don't have yeah. to also go and get the injections and yeah. the and the what, what's going on. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? So I, I do also feel like, because I remember when I lost weight, firstly, people were like, yo, how did you lose weight? so quickly and so I went and posted my journey so that people could remember I've been mm. losing weight gradually that's why yeah. you didn't see this happen mm. and because now you're seeing me this size you're going yeah. yo out of nowhere and I go no guys I've been shrinking in yeah. front of you here are the photos to prove it mm. right and then I get these messages from these women going what's the trick what's the trick what's the trick yeah and because I don't want to get people dying and yeah. then saying to me what I guess I'm like yeah but speak to your doctor I'm yeah. like guys I went to doctors I did blood yes, tests yes I was about to say like I think the biggest thing is speaking of shortcuts is there is no shortcut to like whether you're losing weight or you're trying to gain muscle yeah. whatever you're trying to achieve yeah. and that's why you need to like align it to uh, set skills so right, like if you want to maybe I want to learn push-ups mm. And I know I'm push up are gonna get me shoulders, right? Mm. And it takes long. But Abandu are so stuck in wanting like these shortcuts of like getting the results. And the moment you show them, good to know, this is where I started, this is how long it took me. It's like, oh, I get to me. Mm. Mm. It's like, no, no. <laughs> and also realizing that your body makeup is not the next person's body makeup. Yeah. I remember when banting first came in, and so my husband and I were banting. And I watched a brother lose Boma 10 kilograms, I think it was, right in front of me. Oh. And I was sitting on Boma 2 kilograms and I'm like, <laughs> I thought they said this thing's for everybody. Why? <laughs> you know? So so I think that was part of my journey um, mm. as well, is is realizing one person's rata is not everybody's yeah. rata. Mm. You know? um, but also, I got the opportunity to to do this uh, campaign, this naked campaign, right? Nice. Where they got um, celebrities to uh, pose naked, mm. no makeup. I remember. No. Do you hear me? No. No makeup. makeup. <laughs> I will not shame people, but there were certain people who rented the bathroom and went in. My brand. <laughs> and so they were, you know, a little bit, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But... What I appreciated about doing it was that I got to sit with my body and actually mm. give my body props. Because mm. sometimes we also forget, guys, it's not like after you mess it up, somebody's going to give you a new one yeah. to use in the meantime. Once oh. you've lost this one, you're done. No. You know? Mm. And so I wrote this love letter to my body. Tell me more. Mm. I, was, <laughs> I was thanking it. 
I called it my temple. I saw it had beat somewhere yes. there. <laughs> because, you know, it's carried me. It's carried mm. me. It's my sacred temple that mm. has carried me, carried my children. Yes. Carried me through pain, mm. you know, sold me to people. Yeah. You know? Mm. And so I felt like I had not given it credit for also taking such a beating. Yeah. My body had taken a beating. Yeah. Beatings from me, mm. beatings from others. You know, yeah. and so when I did that, I think it also did a permanent thing to me mm. where I am not sleeping well. Yeah. And I realized that and I was like, oh, my no, no, my choice, man. I thought <laughs> mama's not giving you sleep when I'm sorry, when, mm. you know, and now I'm going, I'm going to have to face the things that are keeping me up. Yeah. And that's when that hard mm. thing happens. So also people must know that yeah. you are going to have moments where you stumble. Allow yourself. Mm. We are not in scarce. We're not no. perfect. Absolutely not. The fact that you're on the journey is enough. Mm. High five yourself. People don't want to invest in in fitness. And again, mm. it does feel like it's expensive. If, like if you just if you're not doing your research, yeah. Um, or if you're trying to only buy in like specific shops, yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, but if you like take the time to do the research and go to the right shops, mm. it's actually very much affordable. The 500 I spend on signing up for gyms guarantees that I'm going to run two times a week. Yeah. So now I, I must be ready for that Saturday run, right? Yeah. And the benefits of that one, you also you get the community, right? Mm. You make friends. Mm. People are going to inspire you. You get coaches who actually tell you, you know, you, you're a good runner. That's mental Maybe wellness work on happening, this. Larry. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. Because like, when you feel like you're like part of something, yeah. like this, True. it makes you feel like, you oh, I am part of something bigger. Because also on the health level, the thing I did not share is at my heaviest, part of the reason I had to lose this weight is because by the time they were telling me about the heart attack, you know, it didn't occur to me that I had certain health issues which were not natural in the sense that I wasn't born with them. Yeah. Like, bruh, I had an asthma pump. As soon as I lost weight, I haven't touched an asthma pump mm. since. You know? And I'm going, girl, mm. you, d I was yeah. not clicking that yeah. I'm not okay. Yeah. You know, the minute they said, thick girls be proud. Yeah. It's like somebody twisted it to stay unhealthy, it's sexy. Mm. Whereas it was no, Love yourself. Love your body. Mm. If you're a thickum, you're a thickum. Yeah. But you're healthy. Look at Lizzo, bruh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lizzo mm. can perform for hours. Yeah. She will dance on that stage. Mm. She will, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I go, show me someone who looks like me. Show me someone who, when they tell me yeah. or they advise me what to eat, they're going to mention things I recognize. Exactly. Because I mean, I come from a place where the, I remember my first, first, most failed attempt with a dietitian. The first thing was this whole BMI nonsense. We are hips. <laughs> we are Africa. Mm. We are hips. Mm. We are bums. Those are not always a yeah. bad thing that is going mm. to disappear because mm. it's too wide. It's wider than yeah. the what, what chat. I'm not from Europe, me. <laughs> I, I come with kodonko donkeys and African <laughs> trademark and all the bells and whistles. Mm. So that was already a problem because yeah. I'm going, the body you're telling me I should be, I will never be, not even at my yeah. thinnest is the first mm. thing. The second thing you're telling me about asparagus. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And celery. Broccoli. Uh, bro bro mm. Okay, broccoli, wait. Don't, oh, don't broccoli. <laughs> broccoli, that's my guy. <laughs> broccoli is me being bougie. Oh, oh. <laughs> but, but yeah, so they start mentioning things. Petty mm. pens. Petty pens. Yes. Don't, mm, 
speak to me as someone who knows where I'm from with food, mm, who will take me to exactly. the healthy. I'll meet Patipen one day. Exactly. But for now, you're right. Representation yeah. is important. We need to see people mm, who sound like yeah. you, look, look like, like you, you from, or, or have been on your journey. Yeah, exactly. It's like motivational speakers exactly. for me. Because I'm always like, I don't tell me what a motivational speaker mm. will tell me. It's my mm. first time where I am. They, do they, where have they been where I am? Exactly. You know? Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. It plays in like different parts of like your dietitian. Mm. Like you almost want someone who's who's who cooks or mm. um, advises on food that mm. you would like in your household make. Like find ways of making your African food feel like this is healthy for me, right? Someone who's going to understand if it's a cabignum siblings, like yes. how does that make yes. me feel? Um, someone who trains, like I, I don't follow people who strictly like train full time. Sometimes you compare yourself to someone who is in a whole, whole different journey to me. All they do is wake up and train. And train. You don't know their lifestyle. But exactly. brands must stand up. This is where brands need to put their hands up and be like, okay, we also lost the plot here a little bit. You're right. We can also, because they're the ones who then give mm. a certain group of people the mm. volume because they are, they are the ones sponsoring them, giving them the, mm. what do they call it? The spotlight. Correct. And I feel like it is time for them to also go, let's do a little bit of homework into yeah. other aspects of fitness. Mm. Let's highlight this. Let's sponsor Mm. our fitness uh, um, content creator mm. because she looks like the average yeah. woman who is going through this. Because yeah. even with mental health, for example, yeah. speaking to you today, I got goosebumps because I was going, I didn't even know that there are so many people who've been through mm. similar things to me. Yeah. And the only reason I know that is because then this game was like, ah, come chat. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we need this to be like a springboard. Yeah. For these brands to also go, we want to support the people who buy us. Yeah, I agree. When it comes to our own lives, mm. we are experts of our experience and our journey with mm -hmm. fitness. But I think sometimes we must also call the people who've studied these things, eh? yeah. experts. Yeah. And that's why today we have invited an expert to give us some tips. Hi, to me and Nombulelo. Those were some powerful, powerful, powerful words. And thank you so much for sharing your story. When it comes to exercising and mental health, it's twofold, right? One, on the one end, we have the science behind the body. So exercising, you exercise, what happens? You release dopamine, right? The feel-good hormones. Then what happens? You feel good and you've been a better state of mind, right? And then on the one end, it's the sense of achievement that you, that you receive from completing a workout, sticking to a routine, you know, the, of mastering a new form of exercise, mastering a type of workout. You never had a gym membership before, but now you're going two to three times a week and then you're building onto that. So it's the sense of community that comes with the exercise, you know. It becomes a sort of a, a support group. When it comes to what fitness actually looks like, Right. I agree with Tumi and Nombulela when they say we need to move away from what society has, to, has portrayed as being fit. You know, it's not, it's not the guy with an eight pack. For me, it's about being able to play with your kids for more than 10 minutes. It's about being able to walk to the shops and come back without huffing and puffing. You know, it's about being able to go up the stairs, you know, 
going up the stairs and not always choosing the elevator. Um, your daily routine must not be a struggle to you. Okay? To me, that's what being fit is. If you want to maintain a healthy body, you got to keep active. Right? And active can mean a lot of things to different people. So it's all about finding what you enjoy doing. So I may enjoy lifting weights five times a week, you know, but that may not particularly be your focus, right? You can, there's a lot of things to do. You can take a walk in the evenings. You can meet up with friends and play paddle, which is the new trending thing at the moment. You can go swimming. You can go cycling, hiking. There's a lot that you can do that you can keep yourself moving, right? Appreciating how you are able to perform a particular exercise or put, or do particular things. So most of the times we put so much pressure on ourselves to um, be a weightlifter or be a, and sometimes that's hard, you know, and then that becomes demotivating. But in that same sense, never be afraid to reach out for help. In essence, fitness is having the power over your body, loving yourself and controlling the narrative about yourself.